Okay, wait. You were talking about earphones, weren't you? Yeah. So what you got? Uh, the Jaybird Vista. Mm, Jaybirds are good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but Jaybirds are dope. Yeah, the Jaybird Vista. Um, I was looking around for different like wireless earphones. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't really want to buy AirPods. Yeah. I was looking at the Sennheisers. They're a little bit out of my budget. Sennheisers are uh, three hundred bucks. I know. They're terrible. I would have gone. I would have asked, told you to go for the Klipsch ones because those are like two hundred bucks. But they're very very good. Hmm. I kind of missed out on them because I have both ones now. But I wish I got the Klipsch ones because well they're like known for their audio audio quality. I got these ones because they have a feature called Find My Buds. Mm, so you can just go yeah. in the app and like. Same thing with my Bose ones. They have like an app. Oh, okay. Like, Find yeah, My yeah. Buds and everything. And that, like, because that's like the thing that I'm most paranoid about having those. Losing headphones. them. Absolutely. Is, yeah. It's because I just hear everyone going, like, oh, I lost my AirPods. I lost my AirPods. And oh, like, yeah. I don't want to fucking deal with that. <laughs> Absolutely not. But that's the worst thing you can do. Oh. That stupid train goes by every five minutes, and I absolutely hate it. It's part of the city. It's part of the city. That is true. Like, the most iconic part of Chicago is the L. Yeah. It's going to be very fun. (laughs) I am not even prepared. Well, I was prepared, but then I started playing guitar, and then I I was unprepared. (laughs) It was very weird. Like, I saw your text that you said, like, where you said here, and that was, like, three <laughs> minutes before I actually came down to get you, oh. and I was like, because I was, like, my phone was here. I was mm-hmm. playing, Anna, like, House of the Rising Sun, oh. and I got, I started singing, and I got, I got so into it that I completely blanked out. My eyes were closed. I was just playing and everything. It was, like, the sickest thing <laughs> ever. Anyway, let's start. All right. Let's start. Everybody and welcome to another episode of the soundtracks of our lives. I'm Rylan Martins, and with me today we have Matthew Harper, the one, the only, absolutely, the one of many. <laughs> um, yeah. So last week we had Amber Campbell on here, and now we have her boyfriend on. So I know you. I mean, I know you as Amber's boyfriend, and then we got <laughs> and like we hit it off. We, you know, we're like great friends now. But why don't you introduce yourself? to the world uh yeah so i'm matthew harper i'm i work as a radical educator um at a sudbury school which is democratic education there's not a whole lot to be said about that unless you look more into it (laughs) not bad and you go to school as well yeah i go to community college taking prereqs and just general like gen ed stuff yeah yeah 
Not bad. Not so, bad. Yeah, and then like we said, you know, I met you about a year ago. <laughs> a little more than a year ago. Um, when Amber brought you over to one of our parties. And yeah, we just, I remember we hit it off. We were just sitting in my roommate, Matt's bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just talking for the longest time. Like just, yeah, it was insane. That was a fun night. That was a fun, I mean, that was a weird night, but that was a fun <laughs> night. But yeah, so this is the soundtrack of our lives. Um, and right now, I'm going to ask you to... You know, take me back in time. Take me back to like when you were younger, mm-hmm. um, like all the stuff you were listening to growing up and just, you know, what was the scene like? Um, I grew up with a lot of uh, like my dad's music influence. Mm-hmm. So like eating dinner, we'd be listening to like Al Green, Frank Sinatra, yeah, Marvin Gaye, just like chill R&B, like that type of like real like relaxing music. And then... I also grew up with like a lot of late '90s, early 2000s pop. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like any in particular that you were like, like really into. I think of like Cascade. Like every time we touch, like that song, whenever oh, it comes yeah. on, like I just think of like the whole world just like exploding. <laughs> oh yeah, that it that song and like you feel like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, because you talked about your dad's music taste, like, mm-hmm. you know, you inherited that kind of music taste and stuff from your dad. Was there anyone else or, like, any places that kind of influenced your music taste? Yeah, my um, my brother, when I was, when I got, like, a little older, maybe, like, 10 through 14 or something okay. like that. Yeah. Um, I got really into hip-hop because that's what my brother was listening to, and I was like, oh, this is the cool genre to listen to. Absolutely. <laughs> So, like, a lot of Kid Cudi, and then when Watch the Throne dropped, uh, mm-hmm. that was, like, the only album I listened to for three years. Wow. Maybe. It was just, like, it was nonstop. Like, I yeah. listened to it over and over again. Okay, um, what, wait, before we go through, what was your favorite song on that record? Um, probably No Church in the Wild. Okay. That's not bad. I, yeah. That's a great song. Either No Church in the Wild and then uh, N in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> Won't be saying that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I, I totally That was also a song that, that like, went crazy. Yeah. That was a great song. All right. Um, I mean, yeah. You know, we talked about just you listening to, like, you know, during the dinner, ta- like, around the dinner table mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Was there anything else that you were into? Um... I guess I think of um, the polar opposite of just, like, things that I was not into at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I grew up in a house that was, like, if you're listening to metal music or country music, you can go outside. (laughs) Wow. Is that where your hate for metal and country stemmed? It just, like, it was not accepted. (laughs) I mean, I kind of... It was, like, put on headphones or go outside. Wow. (laughs) So, like, neither metal or country just was not welcome. Yeah, my dad really liked, like, punk music as well. And, um, like, classic rock. Yeah. I'd never really gotten to either one of them. Mm -hmm. But if you had to pick, what do you think was some of your favorites of, like, the punk and classic rock that you grew up listening to? Um, I think of, what is that song? It's, like, Blink-182, like, All the Small Things. That song pops in my head. That's a great song. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Some stuff from, like, uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Mm Mm-hmm. 
um, and like a little bit of the Beatles, um, Elton John. Yeah. So basically, like all around. Yeah. It's like from you know the '60s to like the '90s, or so, like all those different yeah. scenes. Hmm, not My bad. dad was never into rap. That's mm-hmm. where like. Yeah. My brother really like brought That's where that your in. brother stepped in yeah. and like, introduced you to the world <laughs> of like hip hop and rap and stuff. Yeah, because whenever like a rap song would come on, my dad would like change the radio station or just be like like mock it to death. So Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's insane. So um I know you grew up around here. You were, you know, pretty much born and raised in like Chicagoland. Mm-hmm. Did that play did the place ever, you know, influence that kind of music just surrounding like what you heard? you know, from other places or people or something like that in your town. It definitely got me, like, into, uh, when my dad was growing up, um, Stan Kenton, my grandpa loved Stan Kenton. Okay. And, um, I think when my dad was maybe, like, 12 or 13, Stan, I think it was three people from his orchestra, like, stayed at their house, just, like, for, like, three or four weeks while they were in Chicago. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, like, my dad was, like, he, like, talks about, like, playing poker with them and just, like, yeah. chilling with them. And, like, that, I listened to a lot of Stan Kenton while, like, growing mm-hmm. up. Right. Just because right. of that. Like, that oh, that's really cool. So, you were exposed to almost, like, pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, except, except country metal and metal. And country. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, then, is that just where your hate for, like, country music stemmed? Just because you had it was just like to yeah, it? it was like never accepted, and I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna even try to <laughs> yeah. venture into this. What if you did listen to country? What if you found stuff that you like now? Would you still like? Would it be more of a guilty pleasure or like? There's there's been a couple of like country songs that like I don't mind like just like letting play. Yeah, but it's just not something that I'll like search out. Okay, we're definitely yeah. Are you a big fan of like older country, like folk country, or like the newer country pop stuff? Um, I don't like the pop stuff. It Absolutely, feels yeah. It feels kind of like everything, all the pop stuff is kind of like a money grab almost. Okay. Like, it feels almost like fake. And like the more full country stuff, it sounds like they're actually like talking for like It's just something heart. real, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like they're really like speaking out. Yeah, country music can do that to you. But of course, a lot of people don't like country. At this point, <laughs> it's it's a really, I mean, it's one of the, it's like the third largest. Oh, yeah. Um, genre or style of music that people listen to mm-hmm. but at the same time it's very it's very unaccepted and yeah for some reason not accepted in society mm-hmm. especially around here i have not heard a lot of people <laughs> who like country music i think they're like they're a small group and they and they stay quiet mm-hmm. yeah i know their place <laughs> yeah it's i mean it's pretty much a niche market at this point but it's still huge mm-hmm. in other places which is absolutely insane mm-hmm Ooh, okay. I know because you told me this before, but you were. I remember we were talking about your uncle's guitar collection, and I oh, actually want to hear about this because it just sounds insane. Like, because oh. does he play? He does not play. He does not play. Guitar. So he just collects. So when I was maybe eleven or twelve, I like I picked up a guitar and like i started like playing a little bit i went to lessons yeah. for a year and a half maybe okay i only know how to play like one riff which is like the dun 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 that's it oh the blues riff that's like the back of the mode riff yeah that's that all i know awesome a year I and a half that. playing guitar nothing um <laughs> and like you need a lot more than that to like really pick it up true unless like you're you know grown up around it yeah um 
but my uncle got like super in, like into guitars. It's just like a art piece sort of. Okay. So not even like into playing it or like musically, just as a collection, as yeah. a hobby to collect them. As a hobby, yeah. Um, he doesn't have any kids, so mm-hmm. he has enough money just to mess around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, give me a rundown of like some of the guitars he has, if so, you can remember them. I know the most recent one he got was maybe three or four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I went boxing and I, I was like, oh, what's this package? And he's like, oh, I got another guitar. Uh, but don't say anything because uh, Kelly is going to like yell at me. Mm-hmm. That's his fiance. Okay. Um, and one of the other girls who was boxing told Kelly about it. And he was like, how, how could you do this? Like, wow. And then Kelly was like, you spent five grand on a guitar? What the f- <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? <laughs> like, this is not like... <laughs> Oh uh, man! See, I spent five grand on guitar, though. No question. Yeah, but, but I know how. But to you play. know how to play it, <laughs> <laughs> right? He like he he put it up on a wall. Like it's a it was a Gibson with like this like red finish on it. Mm-hmm. It was like a satin finish, like those. Yeah, like, yeah, like the matte kind of finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he has he has a guitar that has all the signatures from the Stones. No. Yeah. Oh wow. I don't. I don't, see, I don't think it was guitar. a like a guitar that was played yeah, by the yeah. Stones, but, but it, has it was all the signed. Yeah, it was just autographed so, like, by them. That's that's amazing. That is awesome. Um, and he has maybe like four or five other ones that I can't think of off the top of my head. Yeah. But so pretty expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that he doesn't even play, but he just has all. He of just them. he loves it so. Mm-hmm. If you don't have kids, you know. Well, yeah. What do you want to spend your money on? <laughs> guitars. <laughs> yeah. Just flat out guitars. You don't have to pay tuition for your kid's college, so why so not? Spend it on guitars <laughs> instead. Shit. I want to see those guitars. They, that, they, they sound so cool. Maybe I'll have to take some pictures. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He's kind of a wild man. <laughs> he didn't chill out till he turned 60. I feel like he had like a three-fourths life crisis or something <laughs> wow <laughs> um okay so i mean i love i love that story every time you say it, like i've heard about this guitar collection but it's insane to think about how many like just mm-hmm. i mean people collect it all yeah. these kinds of things and on it like some of them don't even know the true value of it which mm-hmm. is insane oh i doubt he knows the true value of the guitars. Oh, the guitars he's probably yeah. overpaid for most of them <laughs> <laughs> oh he's probably like oh this is five grand and you look at him you're eBay just like throwing like, money at it at that point and- right <laughs> that's insane i love that uh oh my god i don't want to talk about anyway so we talked about you know stuff you listen to growing up which mm-hmm. was uh like you know a lot of different genres yeah and a lot of different things were there any times in your life, like pivotal moments in your life, where you felt like music played a big role or like helped you through it or something like that? Um, instantly, what I think of is just like music through like breakups or like mm-hmm. people like passing away. Yeah. Um, and like that type of like, it's like sad. <laughs> right. So, music. like, I mean, it's kind of like, cliche, but like, yeah. it, I definitely, like, music definitely helps you through those moments. Like I think of one time I was, uh, I think I was 14 or something. Mm-hmm. And like, I like fell for this one girl. There was nothing there at all looking back Ooh. on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember like 
getting like pretty brutally dumped um and then i like just like listened to john mayer and like all of my problems went away and i was like everything's okay (laughs) nice oh that's so great and it's like he's a douchebag but his voice is beautiful right and okay i actually wanted to ask you about this because we've had this debate like quite a while you know like um artist versus the art Mm. and like you know because like you mentioned john mayer just right like right now you know like he's not the greatest person Mm -hmm. but he's a great great musician yeah right and like i know we've had this conversation but i feel like there's more to be said Mm -hmm. about that kind of stuff so what are your thoughts on like that debate oh it's case to case um like i'll listen to the Jackson Five, but I'm less likely to still like jam out to Michael Jackson just okay. by himself. Huh. Um, like I won't listen to R. Kelly really anymore. Yeah, like that's just kind of like, mm-hmm. I took that off of most of my playlists. Right, unless right. It's still lingering. Yeah. Um, but like most of the people that are just like rude or something, like I can separate that. Okay. Um, yeah, but, like but when like, they do like. When they do like stuff. unspeakable yeah. things. It's just not on the book, mm-hmm. not on the cards anymore. It's just like I, I don't want to like have any money going towards you. Like, yeah. even though I'm on a streaming service, like I don't want to contribute to your plays. Yeah. So hmm. interesting. Yeah. So you like with the R. Kelly thing. Yeah. I mean, I never, I was never into his music mm-hmm. anyway, but just with all the stuff that's come out, even in like recent oh, it's times, disgusting. it's just, dis- it's absolutely horrendous. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, at this point, I won't even touch that kind of mm-hmm. that side of it. But yeah, I mean, like you know, people like John Mayer. S- you talked about um, who else did you talk about? Uh, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like even with the Jackson Five, I kind of find it because you think about how demanding of a parent Joe Jackson was oh, to yeah. his kids as, as well. Yeah, that was as bad. Mm-hmm. And it was um. Like, sometimes, you know, people find it hard to, like, listen to the music knowing that history and knowing mm-hmm. all about that. But there are points where at the, you just need to separate, you mm-hmm. know, the art from the artist, like we said. Yeah. Because if they're making great art, it almost shouldn't matter because there's always some sort of relatability mm-hmm. that someone will find. Yeah, like, I think, I also think of, like, uh, it's not quite... Uh, just musicians, but like other people that are considered like movie stars and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Spacey, like he plays a great villain because yeah. he's a terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> I love like, that. He plays a great bad guy because he he really is one. Like, he's a bad guy in real and, life. Yeah, like that. Kevin Spacey. I think of. Um, I don't really associate the Sansari with like doing a really bad thing mm-hmm. um i feel like he was just more i feel like he was more confused about like he didn't obviously like it's his fault but um like he didn't think about like how much of like a role or like yeah, how yeah. much of a power he like had. how much consequence would yeah be like how i guess like how, yeah how much of a power he had as a celebrity over mm-hmm. this girl that like right right yeah yeah, yeah like, as celebrities feel- they're like they're not like equal people anymore like they're above everybody else yeah so. Which I don't get because 
like you look at other celebrities who are so down to earth mm-hmm. and you know other um like yeah. even musicians and like that kind of stuff they're, they're so mm-hmm. down to earth and they're so engaging and all that kind of stuff yeah and it makes you think it's basically they're still celebrities but they had haven't let that fame or that yeah. power and stuff get to their head mm-hmm. i mean you know these people are relisted you can say that's what happened you know, I think they let it get to their head. Yeah. Where they thought they were above everybody else, and that you know they had the power. Mm-hmm. So they started doing whatever they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious me! I'm so sorry. Just repeat. What you're uh, doing. some hit, some shit just hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, not the <laughs> ceiling, the floor. <laughs> But uh, yeah, anyway, what was it? Like, you know, we talk about celebrities just like letting the fame get to their head. Mm-hmm. Some people are so down to earth where while they're so famous because they haven't let it get to their head. They've um like the people we listed, they let it get to their head. Mm-hmm. Now they think they're above everybody else, which means they think they could do whatever they want without a lot of repercussions. Mm-hmm. And that should not be the case. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing that more and more now. It is not the case. I actually find it great that we're cracking down and all this kind of stuff now. Mm-hmm. Although like we should have been doing it a while ago. I feel like it's it's not just the fame getting into their head. It's like they they were a bad person and they mm-hmm. got famous and then they continue to be a bad person with power. True. Yeah. And like they probably would have done the same stuff. Some of them, but yeah, definitely. Maybe they wouldn't have gotten caught. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at least now... We are cracking down on that, mm-hmm. which is good to hear, of yeah. course, but there is just a lot more that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, some sad stuff. <laughs> it, hey, the truth comes out on this podcast. We yeah. get super real. I mean, we can keep it light and funny and stuff, but mm-hmm. we keep it real as well. <laughs> but I didn't want to ask, you know, we talked about all your tastes of music. Yeah. And let's like bring it back. You know, because I don't want to start talking about, like, other sad stuff. Yeah. Um, Sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) Right? (laughs) We keep talking about, you know, other tastes, all your tastes in music from, Mm -hmm. like, the stuff you listen to, R&B and, like, to hip-hop to all, like, to John Mayer and, like, the kind of blues rock kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you, what is a certain style? Like, give me a certain style or genre of music that you feel is yours to own like you love that genre but if people on the street like found that about you they'd look and you'd be like there's no way you do there's no way you like that specific kind of music so what's that kind of Mm. style or genre for you i sort of think of um kind of like the tlc like that type of like girl pop type music okay so Um, like a bubblegum pop yeah feel um, but like with these like girl groups mm-hmm. in a sense definitely um what's beyonce's group um, destiny's child destiny's child yeah mm-hmm. so like tlc destiny's child mm-hmm. like even like a salt and pepper kind of thing yeah oh yeah. oh definitely salt and pepper, <laughs> salt and pepper <laughs> absolutely 100 like they're so great but yeah so something like that just yeah. like that girl group kind of music i feel like a lot of um oh also katie perry for sure I listen to a lot of Katy Perry. Listen, Katy Perry is a great artist. Yeah, like I, I feel like a lot of a people, a lot of people like bash her, like especially men, mm-hmm. being like, "Oh, I can't listen to that." But like, yeah, 
it's it's that thing as well. This separate just, what we were just talking about. Yeah. Separate the artist from the art. Yeah, like she makes great music. I don't know much about her. Like I'm not mm-hmm. gonna delve into that, but she makes great music. Yeah, listen to it for sure. At least give it a try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were talking about you know all the stuff you listened to growing up. Mm-hmm. What about now? You know, give me like mm. the timeline. So you started with the R and B and the pop and yeah, you know that kind of stuff, like the early pop mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. You talked a little bit about punk and classic rock, then more of the hip hop and rap scenes. Yeah. And then what about now? Now, uh, as of late, I've been I've been digging into like some early like Far East movement. Um, Ooh, so like the dance kind of yeah. electronica stuff. Dance Ooh. electronic stuff. Um, See, like the 2010s, the early 2010s mm-hmm. were a great time for that kind of music. Because mm-hmm. a lot of dance still was coming out. And like it was just fun. It was poppy. It was great. Like You could find anyone just like listening to it and jamming out, mm-hmm. which I absolutely love. Honestly, like I feel like my, my music taste, it... It kind of like goes with the season. Like a lot of the mm-hmm. times, I'm listening to like EDM and like a lot of like bass heavy stuff around okay. like the spring. Yeah. And as I like go into the summer, it's more like lighter, um, like a lot of jazz, like kind of like so light, like, more like lighter mellow jazz stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, more like upbeat stuff into the fall, and like mm-hmm. maybe some blues in the fall. Yeah. And then in the in the winter, I listen to a lot of like. Uh, R&B and like hip hop Okay Ooh that sounds See that's I like that I mean I kind of like That your change Goes with the seasons mm-hmm. And like What I kind of get from that Is it's kind of contradictory Cause yeah. you're like Summer It's like You know It's the big like Dance Like that's yeah. when all like The dance anthems And stuff come mm-hmm. out But you're more of that Mellow kind of guy I mean you just need Something to chill out sh- Like you need to like Chill out mm-hmm. Absolutely Yeah Yeah But I love that In the fall You go into more of the upbeat on I mean, tempo stuff which is <laughs> which is weird because fall you feel like you know you want to slow down mm-hmm. like you want to be more mellow like going into winter and everything I, I love the blues in the fall oh blues in the fall yeah like i hadn't thought about it now but since you brought it up it sounds that sounds like a great pairing mm-hmm. just because you know you like look at the atmosphere especially you know, in downtown chicago and stuff. yeah and it just sounds like it fits Walking through a park, like watching the leaves fall, and yeah. just like chilling out under a tree, like listening to Buddy Guy or oh, yeah. um, uh, BB King, mm-hmm. just like some classics like that. Oh, absolutely! That's so great. I absolutely love mm-hmm. you know the seas <laughs> like that. That's such a great metaphor, like for you know just like life, just like going through the seasons, mm-hmm. but with the music as well. It's just and like sometimes so you nice. need stuff to like bring you up, and like seasons that are like. A little more depressing like winter yeah like, like that r&b it. and pop stuff it's more mellow sure but yeah it's it definitely has a lot of major tones to it mm-hmm. which are really uplifting yeah mm-hmm. that's so sick <laughs> like you made like you just opened my eyes to <laughs> a lot more than i thought i was gonna get from this episode <laughs> i'm not gonna lie this is awesome i absolutely love that thank you so much for that um so what are your thoughts then on, you know, the current landscape of music or like where it's headed? Mm, so like, I am excited to see, um, like a lot of like EDM. I feel like a lot of it comes from people that are like 
not as like traditionally like talented okay or like uh like trained in like traditional music um right i think of like soundcloud rappers like for example yeah how like they started off they didn't go to college for these things they didn't for like production or anything yeah they just like they just did it on their laptop yeah they just sat in their room and like did this and like that's beautiful to me like it is it's so accessible i love how accessible mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff is now also like being in chicago like i feel like that's it's really cool to like mm-hmm. be in this city that like chicago was like the first city to bring like untraditional art into like a museum from Absolutely. like an untrained artist yeah just that like modern stuff mm-hmm. bringing that into a museum that's from someone who's like not traditionally trained like yeah that's beautiful yeah and what do you feel like the music about the music scene in Chicago? I mean, where do you think it's headed? I'd love to see it go back more to the blues. To like that earlier stuff? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, it's thriving right now. Because mm-hmm. we have so many different styles yeah. coming out. We have so many different, um, you know, bands and artists that are doing their own things. I feel like there is a lot to say about our pop punk scene. Mm-hmm. And or like indie scene because it is growing. I've seen a lot of bands like put that kind of stuff out, and it's beautiful to see. But I'm with you. I feel like you know if we could go back in time to like those early rock record, like to mm-hmm. that early kind of rock influences and like the blues influences, and throw that into modern music, mm-hmm. I think we'd be definitely thriving. Yeah. I'd love to see like more people listening to the blues because I feel like it's kind of a it's a very under it, I mean it's especially under, now it's underrated, underrated almost forgotten genre mm-hmm. yeah I mean it's a beautiful like it's very underrated now mm-hmm. I feel like before it was because that all popular music pretty much stemmed from that you know you think yeah. about the early stuff Muddy Waters um, mm-hmm. like you know everything else like the Stones came like yeah. came to Chicago looked at Chess Records. Looked mm-hmm. at the address and we're like, we're gonna make a song out of that. Yeah. Label it twenty one twenty South Michigan Avenue, <laughs> and just flat out went for it. Yeah. And it's so great to see how those early influences, you know, shaped like rock music to what it is mm-hmm. today. Because without those influences, it would have been very very different. Oh, de- oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Summerfest. Oh boy. Oh, I'm ready. Do it. Spilling the tea. Tea. <laughs> Ooh, I want tea now. No, I'll wait. Anyway, <laughs> Summerfest. Um, yeah, so Summerfest out in Milwaukee. Um it's been a, a tradition of mine for the last I guess three years now. Mm-hmm. Depend I don't I don't know if I'll end up getting up there this year. Yeah. But depending on the lineup. Yeah, the first year. I got up there. I was very new to festivals and concerts in general. Okay. Did not know the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to an Atmosphere concert, and it was the... I, I, I listened to them a little bit. 
uh, and I kind of knew their their demographic. Yeah. Uh, but when I saw them in person, I was scared out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why? They're like a bunch of like emo 40 year olds that are like they're just like they have so much testosterone they're like i just want to like punch somebody yeah i was in the second i was in the third row Mm -hmm. a guy in the first row fell down onto a guy in the second row and the guy looked at him he like got up on his feet and the guy just like threw a right boom decked him smacked him in the face and he hit the ground no and i was like I'm going to keep listening to Atmosphere, but I'm never going to go back to one of these concerts. Yeah. Would, um, oh, my goodness. And there was this, like, there was a nice couple that was, like, sitting next to me, and, uh, like, we were friends for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just like, yeah, like, we'll stick with you, and, I was, like, as long as, like, you guys, like, you stick with me, and I was like, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. Yeah. See, I love that. I love concerts because you make friends. Yeah, because like, so you already you already have that like. Um, you all have that one thing in common. It's yeah, you the don't need artists to... you're look you're watching, yeah. like you're seeing <laughs> perform. But I don't know. There's like some unspoken bond there that's just mm-hmm. beautiful to watch. That's why that's why I go to as many concerts as I can. Like it's insane. <laughs> do you feel? Um, I wanted to ask. So for concerts, mm-hmm. do you usually like? Do you usually like to go for things you don't know about? And then you decide to do, like, a little research on them? Or do you only gravitate towards, like, artists you know? With Summerfest, um, they have a lot of, like, unknown or, like, semi-known artists Mm -hmm. playing throughout the day. Right. And, like, I'll go, like, check them out and stuff. Yeah. Um, But I'm mostly there for, like, the main stage acts. Okay. Um, Wait. I wanted to talk to you about this. That... T-Pain oh, 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 that so T-Pain, I, that T-Pain story is, it kills me every I, time, I have, but like, it's the funniest thing. I have three different stories about Summerfest. Okay. Uh, I'll start off with the T-Pain one. Do the T-Pain one. Yeah. I want, I, I need that T-Pain story because it's yeah. just, it's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. And like, so, we'll talk about, I want to talk about what we thought like on the group chat, on the group chat and stuff as well. Yeah. Because it's the funniest um, thing in the world. So <laughs> one second, let me. All right, so T Pain at Summerfest. Um, mm-hmm. So, this was last summer. I was there at Summerfest. Um, I was like, I was texting a lot, like, or, like during the day, and my phone was like getting like low battery um, at the Lonely Island concert, and I was like videotaping. You saw the Lonely Island too? Yeah, their first no. tour. <gasps> it was like, yeah. So I. That was last. Was that was last that was last year, summer. Right? There was last their. Summer. Oh it was their God. first tour. Um, That's insane. And it was just, I saw them pop up in the lineup, and I was like, I'm going to be at that concert, and I'm going to be yeah. front row. Absolutely. I like sat out there for maybe like four hours. Did you see Eddie Sandberg? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh That's yeah. So sick. They like they had like great visuals during the concert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I sat next to like this family from minnesota and they were they were insane <laughs> i love that all yeah. right but t-pain um because i actually want to hear it. This so, is so sick. uh t-pain was performing at the stage one it was one to the, like the north or something mm-hmm. and i was like should i go see t-pain or should i go see lonely island and i was like lonely island this is their first like tour i have yeah. to go see it absolutely so i went and go, to go see lonely island and the whole time they didn't play i'm on a boat and I was like, oh, this is so disappointing. How dare they? Do they play YOLO? Yes. Oh, they? yeah. They, they played so, yeah. almost all of their Because I remember when YOLO was 
the biggest thing back in 2013 or 2012 or something like that. Um, at the like they kept them like pretending to walk off stage and then mm-hmm. coming back, um, and then like you heard the intro of "I'm on a boat." Yeah, come up and it was just like, oh, it's happening. But they never and did. So it. like they they came out. Yeah, and like they started to sing "I'm on a boat," and then T Pain's part came out. And he like he like popped up on stage. He like had finished up his performance at the other stage, and he came out over there. And I was like, T Pain came out, and like I sent this to the yeah, group so, chat. Yeah, so and... we have a group chat. Um, it was called the OGs at that. <laughs> the part, OGs, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we have a group. We had a group chat, and Harper just oh, starts. Man. He starts texting us at Summerfest. He's like, T Pain just came out, losing my mind. Yeah. But, I was so excited. Um, and we read it differently than what you would expect. I I was at the concert. Uh, all I can say is I was um, not in a 100% stable mindset, I guess you could say. Uh, so <laughs> nice. Nice. Nice way of covering um, it. Yeah, something like that. Um, and so somebody said... Um, on stage or he, is he gay? Uh, Ambria, my girlfriend. Um, and uh, <laughs> I jokingly said, as gay. And then so good. I was like, I'm just let this like play out for a couple seconds. Just let it slide. Just and then my phone died. <laughs> 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 and so, uh, in that. And then, like, the next morning... You must have woken up to all I woke of up, us... I woke up to a lot of texts. Texting you. And we were like, like, wait, is he actually is he, gay? Is he really gay? I thought he had, like, a wife or, like, a girlfriend right. or something. Um, and, like, a lot of his music is about women. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It was the funniest thing. Remember it was, like, around... Or, like, before... It was, like, before, after, during Pride Month. Oh, 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 shit. That is true. Shit, shit, shit. Um, <laughs> um, Don't worry about it. Yeah, so on top of um, my, like, me telling everybody that he was gay, Apparent, my phone I mean, died. You know, apparently. Um, it was just, it was, like, wrapping up Pride Month. I think it might have been, like, June 28th or something. Yeah. So it was like right at the end of Pride Month, so like prime time to come out. Um, prime time to come out at the <laughs> end of Pride Month. Uh, and at that point, I hadn't realized that other people would be like, "Yeah, T Pain's gay," and like use this in conversation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good. So uh, it was it was the weekend that I got back. After Summerfest, I flew out to Seattle, and I was visiting Ambria, and I told her, I was like, she said something about T-Pain being gay, and I was like, what? Where did this, where, where did this come from? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's gay? Are you serious? <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> like, not knowing that, like, I told you <laughs> that he was gay. <laughs> At Summerfest. <laughs> it was insane. That was that was ridiculous. That was the most fun uh, we've had. <laughs> I think that was the most fun we had in our group chat. Finding out that T-Pain was, was apparently gay. 
and then but not, not gay. <laughs> and then not gay. <laughs> It's, oh. It was just the funniest thing. It was wonderful. <laughs> right. So we talked about the main story with Matthew Harper, and now it's time for the lightning round. Are you ready? Uh, I guess so. Ready as you'll ever be. <laughs> All right. So first off, um, and I kind of think we talked about this a little bit, but um, who's your favorite current artist? Like it could be up and coming or like someone who's already established real well or something like that. Hmm. What I've been listening to a lot of is uh, Lake Street Dive. Oh, Lake Street Dive is such yeah. a good band. Their cover of Rich Girl is yeah. beautiful. Right, right. What's your favorite song of theirs? Oh. Um, That's hard, isn't it? Lake Street Dive, they've got a lot of great songs. Good Kisser is a great one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, right. I think that's my favorite one out of their songs. Good Kisser? Yeah. That's a great song. All right. Uh, number two, a favorite ar- artist from the past. Um, so like dead or alive, like it has like they have. Dead, to be it dead. can be dead or alive, doesn't matter. Oh. If they're still living now, that's fine. Jay Z, Jay Z, Jay Z for sure. Nice. Um, just his come up. Um, the interview with him um, on David Letterman, like yeah, his, yeah. his uh, Netflix series. Mm-hmm. That's they're just wonderful. Um, I love that. Jay Z is. A great entrepreneur, a great artist, yeah. and like he's done all. A, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Those are the ghosts of Thirty East. So do not be alarmed; they will not come and get you, unless I sent them out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, um, number three. What was the last concert you attended, and what was your favorite concert that you've attended? Oh boy! Because I know we've haven't t- we haven't talked. I mean, we talked about this a little bit, mm-hmm. and you're not a big concert goer per se. Yeah. But you've been to Summerfest a lot. I guess so what like, I think of like concerts, I think of like probably uh, like the last person you saw and like the your the favorite artist, your favorite artist that you saw mm-hmm. live. Um, the last person I saw was Vic Mensa at mm-hmm. Summerfest. Nice. Um. And I like he has like some great like in the feels like music. Yeah. Um yeah, I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy his music. And right. then the my favorite concert that I saw. Um Ooh. <laughs> There's two concerts that come to mind. Um mm-hmm. I saw Amine. He's he was great. Yeah. Um and then just off the soul factor, uh, the, the Nelly concert that I saw, it was you not. Saw Nelly I concert? saw Nelly. Um, oh, that's so sick. He he performed a lot of music that wasn't his. Okay. And I I wasn't a big fan of that. Yeah. But I walked away with a girl's number and got laid that night. So. <laughs> so not Nelly, even like artist per se, but like just memories from just that concert. Just memories like, of that concert was oh, yeah. also that like that was. <laughs> That is awesome. <laughs> I love that. That is the funniest. That's so sick. 
All right, moving on. Number four, one artist to bring back from death. Oh, uh, well, we talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I think BB King. BB King. I'd love to hear more stuff from him. Yeah. Although he did die of old age, so like yeah. I mean, he he definitely had an established, you know, music career. Mm-hmm. But if he could play some more stuff, absolutely, I would I would pay to go see him. You know, mm-hmm. come back from the dead, like all that kind of stuff. Um, just play all that kind of stuff again. A, or a like close new stuff. A close second uh, would be like maybe like Frank Sinatra, but I mean, mm-hmm. I th- I think like Michael Bublé is like almost a carbon copy of that. So yeah. I think it's, it was, it's definitely, his, his style is very similar. It's very similar. It just has that modern twist to it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. Number five. The number one song you're on your road trip playlist. Uh, this is hard as well. I wrote this question, and I was like, I had a very love-hate relationship with this question because oh. it can be very hard, yet very easy. There's so many songs. I think of like a must-have would be... Cascade every time we touch because like that that brings a car just because that life. drop is insane that brings a car to life yeah um I feel that yeah feel like that. that that song goes crazy oh absolutely number six and we've touched on this already but your least preferred genre <laughs> okay this time you have to choose though between metal and country um I think my my least favorite genre is country country like not genre but like style of music country yeah country like there's some metal that like i can kind of enjoy mm-hmm. um all like the metal heads that i know are like really like down to earth yeah i'm sure i don't know a whole lot of people who listen to country they're probably closeted <laughs> right that, yeah we talked about that too just because but, it's not seen as like a great thing mm-hmm. i don't know why because like old stuff was pretty good it was really good yeah but, just now, the turn that it's taken, I feel like it's for the worst. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Number seven, a song that can make you cry instantly. Oh, this is on my top ten. Um, Trouble Dude. by Cage the Elephant. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that. that's an In the Feels song. That's a really In the Feels <laughs> song. I feel that. It's like, I think of that song, like, listening to that while going through, like, change in your life um yeah nice and then number eight kind of piggybacking on that idea Mm -hmm. a song that you can't stop dancing to or like that immediately gets you and you can't help but feel happy to Ooh, i'm gonna hit the spotify again Mm -hmm. um research song that i can't stop dancing to or like something that instantly makes you feel happy or like instantly like peps you up like you feel you have to move to it you know what i mean right now i'm looking at leon bridges coming home album yes that Um, album is life i have that on vinyl and it's so so good oh vinyl just makes everything sound like just so like soft and oh absolutely you know what we'll play it (laughs) we'll play it definitely and like twisting and grooving uh or like or maybe maybe brown skin girl that's a great song both of those are like like when i hear leon bridges i just like i want to like go dance absolutely see i love that you didn't go for like more of the upbeat stuff like you know smooth sail or something like that Mm -hmm. i love that you can immediately start dancing to a mellow something that's like like, a mellow song like brown skin girl or something brown skin girl yeah moving on to number nine 
Uh, what's your favorite movie s- soundtrack and score? Because they are different things. So like a compilation mm-hmm. from your favorite, like your favorite movie compilation. Yeah. Or a- and your favorite movie score. So score. Star Wars, like for sure. Okay. The score. Is there, one, from- is there a specific one or just in general? From the fifth movie, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Empire. Nice. Empire. That movie was Empire is the best Star Wars too. movie. I I don't care what you say. It's Preach. it's the best. All right, and then your favorite soundtrack or compilation? Soundtrack. Um, I feel like this is a pretty basic one, mm-hmm. and I I know a lot of people would say the same thing, but Guardians had like the first Guardians had a. Listen, Wonderful. the Awesome Mix Volume 1 mm-hmm. was so cool. It I was, will take that. Like, that is such it a was great... It was a wonderful soundtrack. Oh, absolutely. And I didn't think the second one could do any better, but I think it did. I mean, well, not better, mm. but I think it was like definitely on par. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was so, so, so good. It was not... Yeah, there's no loss. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What's going to happen with the third one, though? Oh, there's so many uncertainties. <laughs> anyway... Let's move on to our number 10. Yeah. Your favorite decade of music. So like your favorite era. Oh. Like something that you would want to be immersed in when you think of it like this. If you were born in an era. Mm -hmm. To like go see people in concert. Go see people in concert. Just be immersed in like this music scene at that time or something like that. What would you pick? Oh, man. Um, and it doesn't even have to be a decade It can be like, you know, a five year span or something like that I think of Like right away I think of the 80s Like James Brown Like I would have loved Ooh. to see him in concert Oh, that would have been and The hardest working man in show business Absolutely, the godfather of soul Yeah, that's So like 80s kind of soul mm-hmm. Like more of like the slower stuff in a sense. Some of or the like disco the, stuff too The funky, yeah, what? Some of the disco stuff too Yeah, absolutely Oh, that's that's so great. Yeah. And then finally, number 11. You're the greatest album, in your opinion. And, like, not just because, you know, there are a couple of songs on it that you like, mm-hmm. but, like, album in general. Like, something you can, like, listen to on repeat forever and not get tired of it. Um, I think of, I think of Watch the Throne again. Watch yeah. the Throne. Uh, I don't even know how many hours I've spent listening to that album. I love that. Um, there's maybe one song. I think it's like the. I forgot the name of the song. It's like an eight-minute song that like yeah. I'll skip because there's a four-minute intro. Mm-hmm. But other than that one song, I could listen to it nonstop all the time. Yeah. I also think of um, "Dirty Bass" by Far East Movement. Ooh. Um, there's like that is good. Such like a mix of like style. Mm-hmm. And that it album. is very like fluid like little bird like is yeah. like real chill mm-hmm. and then there's like um it's very transcendent was g6 right. on that album yes yeah 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 i think the one they did with justin bieber too live my life oh yeah yeah For, oh yeah 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 that was bro like a g6 though that mm-hmm. was my jam <laughs> back in like elementary middle school like in middle school and stuff it was i i don't know it was just insane but I feel like that. I feel like oh, I feel like everyone listened to that song. Oh, absolutely. That was. I remember when Forty's movement was like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. 
like just in the world at like for a certain period of time and i absolutely love that that's so they sick. went crazy oh yeah all right that caps off our lightning round and with that that caps off our episode as well all right thank you so much for being here it was a this pleasure was, yeah this was a great talk this was a great conversation i had so much fun and <laughs> i found out so much more about you that i didn't even know and i'm like that makes me think of me of myself as a bad friend because i didn't even ask you about this <laughs> but i mean i'm glad i know now <laughs> which is good but yeah thank you so yeah. much this was definitely <laughs> an eye-opener this is definitely enlightening i loved it and before we leave i'm gonna I'll give you the chance to tell people what you have going on and that kind of stuff um so go shoot yeah, uh, I don't have too much going on to to say. Um, finishing up uh, this last semester working at the Democratic School in Riverside, Tallgrass, <laughs> yeah. um, and then um, just trying on, to figuring out uh, trying to figure out like what I want to do with the rest of my life, <laughs> nice, <laughs> which yeah. is a difficult decision. <laughs> Oh, you'll figure I'll, it out. I'll change Here my mind go. a few times, probably. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I feel that. But yeah, you have the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're totally I'm not too worried about it. <laughs> exactly. Well, awesome. Someone knocking. All right. Well, thank you again <laughs> for being here and everything. Yeah. And, yep, to all those listening, thank you. I love you all. And, yeah. That's about it. Bye. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye.